It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And here we go. I'm your gracious and humble host, Eric G., thanking you for joining us on another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. Coming up on today's show, we will hear from Sam Presti in a couple of segments. We'll hear from him in segment one as he assesses the year, and we'll talk about Billy Donovan. That'll be the main crux of segment one, and I'll tell you why Billy Donovan should not quiet down any speculation about him possibly going to the University of Michigan. Also, we'll talk about a very split Thunder Nation as the fans seem torn on whether or not they want Billy Donovan to stick around for another year or they would like to see Billy Donovan go. In segment number two, we'll talk about a couple of guys the Thunder could possibly get in the draft this year. One I find a little bit more interesting in the than the other, and it's not because of the way that this guy necessarily plays. It's because he's not necessarily a Thunder guy. And is this something that Sam Presti in the organization need to explore a little further. Plus, we'll also talk about the model that the Thunder need to follow as an organization. We cite the Spurs so much, but there's another model that is very good to follow in sports if you want to continue to be successful, and uh, we'll talk about that as well. Coming up on today's show, and my name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I also host a website or a channel for maven.io called Thunder Maven. Check it out at basketballmaven.io slash thunder. And if you like what you hear, download the Himalaya app to your phone. And when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. As of the recording of this podcast, both Billy Donovan and Russell Westbrook are still part of the Oklahoma City Thunder organization. I know that's a shock. One may be a little bit more surprising than the other, considering the fact that these rumors around Billy Donovan continue to swirl on whether or not he's going to take the Michigan job. Is he Michigan's top choice? And you would think that if Michigan 
really had their program's best interest in mind, it would be sooner rather than later that they would go ahead and make a move and get something done. As far as Billy Donovan goes, I was reading a tweet last night from Dean Blevins. And it should be noted, I respect Dean very much. Um, Dean is truly uh, one of the best people I know and honestly one of the best sportscasters here in Oklahoma City. And Dean mentioned the same thing that John Rohde did when talking about Kevin Durant a few years ago in his free agency, which is you can end all speculation just by saying you're going to stay. And for Kevin Durant, I thought that was a bad move because what if you said, hey, I'm going to stay in Oklahoma City, there's nothing to speculate, and then a few months later you changed your mind and decided to go to Golden State or Boston or wherever, the backlash was bad when it did happen for Kevin Durant. Can you imagine what it would have been had he said prior at any point during that season that he was going to stay in Oklahoma City? Well, if you're Billy Donovan... Here's a couple of things that you're trying to find out right now. One, you're trying to gauge just how interested Sam Presti is in you coming back. And by that, what you want to do if you're Billy Donovan, you would like to get Sam Presti to put an extension on the table so you can sign it, so you can go into next season not having any questions at all about your future. You need not only that financial commitment, that an extension would give you, but it would also give you the, for lack of a better term, the emotional commitment from the Oklahoma City Thunder. And it would just simply to say to any players who might be currently questioning Billy Donovan's ability to coach and run this team, hey, he's the guy in charge. And remember what Dennis Schroeder said. And I think this is a major red flag for Sam Presti and it's one of the reasons why you haven't seen any announcement about Billy Donovan and Sam Presti coming to an agreement is because Dennis Schroeder says Billy Donovan listens to players and listens to them a little bit too much. And Sam Presti's a guy in the past that I've sort of thought doesn't want anyone questioning what's going on around him. The guy coming in to coach the Thunder knows that certain players are in charge, knows that Sam Presti's in charge, and he's just there to move the pieces on the chessboard, as it were. Doesn't really get to put the pieces on the chessboard, but he has to move them and make all the right moves or else it's his job. And Sam Presti may know that Billy Donovan has this tendency to not stand up to players. Maybe that's a red flag. Maybe Sam Presti now is looking at this team as, as an older veteran ball club with Steven Adams with Paul George, Jeremy Grant, even though you can look at the Thunder's age and say, well, they're one of the youngest teams in the NBA. Yes, but years of experience is what counts here. And you've got enough guys that have been through the ringers when, or been through the wars, as it were, with Dennis Schroeder and Steven Adams and a guy like Paul George that now you kind of need a coach that can not only push back against Sam Presti, but also needs to go push back against the players. And if Sam Presti doesn't get the sense that Billy Donovan can do that, you don't want to extend him. That way, if Billy Donovan does start the year as the coach and things aren't working out, then without that extension, knowing that there's one year left, you could probably make a move similar to what you did with P.J. Carlissimo and pop Billy Donovan at some point in the year 
and then either elevate somebody on the staff or bring someone in. But I have a feeling Sam Presti has somebody in mind, just out of respect to Billy Donovan and that extension. That's why you haven't seen the, the trigger pulled yet. And Billy Donovan and his agent, if they're smart, they're getting all their ducks in a row and they want to find out just exactly how serious Michigan is at this point. And I would hope for Billy's sake, whether he gets an extension out of the Thunder or ends up going to Michigan, the Michigan truly is serious about wanting to hire him. I think what's also fascinating about talking about all this, and this is one of the times where I'd love for fans to be able to interact like on a one-on-one basis here, is you're seeing a Thunder fan base that is completely torn on the idea of Billy Donovan come back or coming back. Some want Billy Donovan to come back because they just like him. He's the Thunder coach. He's a nice guy. He does a great job with, with the media. And by all accounts, really what happened with the Thunder last year, you can make an argument that a lot of it wasn't his fault. It's not his fault that Paul George got hurt. It's not his fault that Russell Westbrook doesn't always take direction the way that he should. Um, not Billy Donovan's fault that you saw the Thunder go into the tank because that was a combination of uh, Paul George being hurt and the team just and the team bringing in Markeith Morris and him being forced to play Markeith Morris because that's what Sam Presti wanted. So you have people that will make that argument. Others will say, well, because he can't figure out how to win without a superstar, which let's face it, in the NBA is tough. And he can't control his team and can't get Russell Westbrook to listen, then it's time for Billy Donovan to go. And I think I represent Thunder fans being very torn on this decision, although I do believe it is best for this organization for Billy Donovan to move on and the Thunder to move on from him. However, I do agree with Sam Presti that you don't need to make an emotional reaction, that you need to assess. The, the season as a whole before you go out and make this decision. And here's what ha- Sam Presti had to say sort of about all that during his exit interview a couple of weeks ago. If I had to define the year in a couple words, I would say capability and inconsistency. For 70% of this past season, we were playing at an extremely high level. And um, I felt like we were playing some of the better basketball that we've seen in Oklahoma City just with respect to the style of play goals we laid out, the uh, defensive improvement that we tried to establish from last year to this year, uh, pace of play, uh, athleticism. I really felt like the players and the coaches were doing an excellent job of that. And they created an extremely high standard. We were on our way to uh, having the third best record in the league against the top 10 teams in the league. We were playing um, a really balanced game. And... You know, unfortunately, that seems like a long time ago uh, because 30% of the year or so, um, you know, we struggled to meet our own standard, you know, and that's, and I use the word disappointing. I think disappointing is the end. I would use the word frustrating to define really the month of March because when you show that you're capable and you come into the year with a, with a, with a vision or a plan for how you want to try to be better from one year to the next, and you're executing, and you come back, and you're not able to meet that, I mean, that's something we have to own. That's also frustrating because you know what you're capable of, and you're not able to uh, reconnect with that. Um, So the month of March is probably the thing that 
um, we'll look at the closest. I mean, that's one of the things when I <clears throat> put our record up on the board um, during the exit interviews, uh, pre-All-Star, post-All-Star, you know, 38 and 20, uh, and then 11 and 13, but really 6 and 13 in the month of March before we won five in a row heading into the playoffs. Um, but unfortunately, that last little stretch there wasn't enough to kind of correct ourselves, and, and we ended up getting beat by a really good Portland team. Um, so we have to study that month of March. The process of how we're going to do a, go about that and how we're going to go about all the other aspects of how we create a path forward, um, that's going to be the same as every year. So um, I do think it's important that there is some distance to that because, um, you know, myself included, you know, I'd probably be most focused on the 30% of the year and I'd be working off of impression, emotion, reaction, um, and, and that isn't necessary. That's probably the most simple way to solve a complex problem, which leads you in most of the time the wrong, the wrong place. So I'll sit down with Billy. I'll sit down, um, let him get away, let him uh, get some thoughts together before we sit down and meet. I'll sit down with Clay, debrief the season like we always do. Uh, all of our evaluators, um, all the different pillars need to uh, take a look at the year as a whole. We'll come back. We'll sort it out like we always do. Uh, we'll create a plan. Um, try to find a path forward, and we'll we'll get to work. Um, as I said earlier, we're not looking to be fast. We're not looking to be quick. We're looking to be rigorous. We're looking to be the same problem-solving group that we have been over the years, which is pretty methodical. Um, and we just don't have the liberty to be. Um, I would say kind of momentary problem solvers. Maybe not, Sam. Maybe you don't have that liberty to be momentary problem solvers, but the clock is ticking. And we're going to delve into that a little bit more and why I think Sam Presti at some point throughout the year thought about a coaching change. There's something that I heard in there that we'll talk about coming up in the next segment. Plus, we'll also discuss a couple of guys the Thunder can get at 21 and would the Thunder be willing maybe to go against a little bit of looking for a quote-unquote Thunder guy. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app to your phone and once you do so, tell your smart device to play the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And of course, I want to remind you of this. If you are an employer, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. When you do so for free, you can start posting the job that you have. And ZipRecruiter is fantastic for employers because they will take your job, they will post it all over the most reputable job boards that you have, and what they will do is they will filter through any information, any contacts they get, and get you qualified candidates. 80% of the people that post on ZipRecruiter po or post jobs on ZipRecruiter, 80% within that first day get qualified candidates. That's right. It's a big word there. The 80% is big, but qualified candidates is even bigger. So find out why ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Just to finish up a bit on that last segment here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, when Sam Presti talked about not being emotional and only talked about focusing on 30% of the season, and that would lead him to make a very rash decision, a decision that you could tell, in his opinion, would not be in the best interest of the Oklahoma City Thunder, that tells me at some point this year, Sam Presti thought that Billy Donovan was not the right fit for this team. And whether he had conversations with Russell Westbrook about this or anybody else inside the Thunder organization, I would imagine that it was probably talked about between Clay Bennett and Sam Presti. I don't know how you couldn't have that conversation. I don't know if you're Clay Bennett. Here's the other thing I would say. If you're Clay Bennett, I don't know how you couldn't have that conversation with Sam as you watch this team deteriorate after the All-Star break, you needed to go to Sam. Even if you trust him and see him as your right-hand man, you need to propose these questions to Sam and figure out why this team isn't performing. Here's the other thing. Real quick, I want to I delve into this just, just for a second. If you saw the Houston Rockets owner after they got eliminated by the Golden State Warriors say basically this isn't working, and you need to find a way to make it work, there are times where I would like to see Clay Bennett be a little bit more vocal and a little bit more out in front when it comes to the day-to-day operations of the Thunder. And I'm sure he's involved with the team, but I would like to see Clay Bennett answer a little bit more of these questions. I understand putting Sam Presti on the firing line, and, and that is his job is to be out in front of the media, but at some point... It's reassuring to the fans to hear from the owner that he is going to do something about all this. But when I hear Sam Presti say, if I only focused on 30% of the year, I have to think that at some point it crossed his mind that Billy Donovan wasn't connecting with the players, that the players may have been overrunning him, and he started going down his list of guys that he thought might be a better fit in order to get this team over the hump. Because as Sam Presti says, you don't want short solutions. You want things to be long-term. But Sam Presti's also not telling you that the Thunder's window was only two years. It's what we've been talking about now for weeks on this show. Only two years. So you may not want to make rash decisions, but you better make decisions that are going to fix this team in a hurry and give them an opportunity to compete. And one of the things that the Thunder desperately need... Wing help, which if you look at the current mock drafts after the lottery, um, everybody seems to think the same thing, that the Thunder are going to find uh, some wing help. One guy I do like that has been mentioned is Cameron Johnson, 6'9 guard slash small forward out of uh, North Carolina. Played at Pitt, transferred from Pitt uh, to North Carolina. Hits about 40% from beyond the arc. Long, linky guy can create some matchup problems. 
Uh, the 40% from three, that's college three, uh, but range part of his game, at least enough of his game that I'd like to see him work out for the Thunder or the Thunder start talking about him. But the more interesting prospect that I'm reading about is 6'6 guard out of USC, Kevin Porter Jr. Now, if you went to the OU game at the BOK Center when USC was in town in Tulsa, you didn't get to see him play because he was injured. This is also a guy who got suspended for personal conduct reasons for USC. And if you're thinking that that sends up a red flag, you're absolutely right. But here's what I would say about that. What we have seen in Oklahoma City is that when guys get here, they have a tendency to behave. And if they're not behaving, we don't hear about it. Um, who was it? Was it uh, Hamadou Diallo had to sit out a game because he didn't show up for a meeting on time or a practice on time and, and caught a little hell from the older players? When you are a young kid coming in, or anybody coming into this team, one of the better things, or the best things about having Russell Westbrook have control of this organization is he's a take-no-crap kind of guy. And he expects you, if you're not going to have the same intensity as he does, to at least show up and take your job seriously and do the best you absolutely can. So a young kid from USC, first-round draft pick or not, should have a bit of an intimidation factor. And if you're not intimidated by Russell Westbrook as a rookie coming in, then A, you've either got balls of steel, or B, there's something wrong with your head. But I believe that the Thunder could keep him in line. Also, I think when you look at who's a Thunder guy, who's not a Thunder guy, and of course, Clay Bennett wants guys that aren't going to make any trouble at all, you have to remember, if the talent outweighs the issue sometimes you need to go ahead and take the risk. Sometimes you need to do it because even with that risk, if it garners big results, then it was well worth it. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We'll talk about models that the Thunder need to follow if they want to maintain being a successful organization and how to avoid getting yourself into a mess like the Lakers are right now. It's all right here on LOT. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app to your phone. All you got to do, go to you, uh, the Google Play Store, go to the Apple App Store, download it. Then you can listen to Locked on Thunder via your smartphone. And when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast, all part of the Locked on Podcast Network and available on Google Podcast and Apple Podcast. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
Wrapping things up on the Locked on Thunder podcast, I am Eric G. Thank you for joining me today. One thing that the Thunder need to be very cautious of. Now look, I have said all along, and I maintain my position on this, that it would not hurt Sam Presti to bring in somebody that he's never worked with before or somebody that makes him a little bit uncomfortable just to get some outside perspective on what the Thunder are doing and maybe could provide a different way or a better way for the Thunder to ultimately get the results they want. That being said, one of the smartest things Sam Presti and Clay Bennett do is they don't allow too many cooks in the kitchen. And that's because both of them come from the San Antonio Spurs system. Clay Bennett uh, was an owner or a part owner of the San Antonio Spurs at one point. Sam Presti worked uh, in that front office. It's where he started his basketball career. And the Spurs, with Greg Popovich being the president and and the coach, they're, they're tight-knit. And they don't let anybody come in and mess up a good thing. And even though sometimes it's good to get outside perspective, what can be a danger is when you start listening to too many people You get too many opinions and you have no idea which way to go because you're not a decisive person, which is exactly what's happening with the Los Angeles Lakers right now. And I love Jeannie Buss. I have a tremendous amount of respect for her. But she's listening to too many people right now. And and her result is Frank Vogel's the coach. There's nobody, nobody that the Lakers wanted who wants to step up and coach them. There are people that do not want to come play with LeBron James because they don't want to be a part of an organization that just has so much of its drama played out in public and can't keep it behind closed doors. Yes, you follow the Spurs model, but another model that's always good to follow is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And here's one thing if you're thinking Sam Presti needs to be fired. And look, I do think Sam needs to be ultimately held accountable for what he's done. And here's an argument. I, look, here's an argument against me about Billy Donovan being fired, and why it may be a bad reason for Billy Donovan to leave Oklahoma City. And that is this: continuity is king. The Pittsburgh Steelers have proven that through years, through my lifetime, almost 47 years on this planet. The Steelers have had three, count them, three football coaches. One family's owned them, the Rooney family. And thus, they have been the most stable organization in the NFL, which is the model that the Oklahoma City Thunder want to follow. You don't make too many changes in the front office. You don't make too many changes with the coaches. You have a way you want to run things, and then things stay solid. Now, in the NBA, it's a little bit different than the NFL as far as your coaches go, and sometimes you got to know who can relate to these stars and who can't and who can manage personalities, but it's just that simple. I mean, that's the one thing that the Thunder need to need to be very cognizant of. And here's Sam Presti talking about going forward with the offseason. As we look into the offseason, the key for us, it always is the same. It's, okay, how do we create a path forward? How do we create as many options as possible? Um, I, you know, to be honest with you, going into year 12 after 11 years and being in the playoffs 9 out of 10 years uh, with changes uh, all around us, it, it gets harder and harder, you know. But if I sat here last year, um, I wouldn't have been able to foresee or predict, you know, what we've been able to do at that point in time. So I can't tell you, you know, you know what that looks like. I can only tell you that we're going to look for literally every single way to improve the team. 
uh, both externally and internally, but that's no different. And um, I personally, I, I love the puzzle, I love the challenge, I love this time of year, uh, I love the opportunity to be with the people that I work with to try to solve these things. Um, you know, and you know, there's a there's a price to the longevity that we've that we've established, and we got to keep we got to keep grinding and figure out ways to make it last longer. And when I hear Sam Presti say that, I believe that he is in the perfect place for him if he truly loves the challenge, the puzzle, as he calls it, of trying to piece a team together every single year. But at the same time, I think in the back of every GM's mind, they would love to be in a big market team. Uh, which could throw money at the issues. And when you have to go into the luxury tax, it's not as big a deal as it is here in Oklahoma City. And you just have all the ancillary stuff that attracts free agents to make your job a little bit easier. But if not, then Sam, you've come to the right place. Second smallest market in the NBA. That wraps up today's Locked on Thunder. I'm Eric G. We'll be back tomorrow talking about what? Oklahoma City Thunder. Maybe we'll have an answer on Billy Donovan. And if not... With so many other avenues to go like Nerland's Noel and what the Thunder would be willing to pay to bring him back. We got it all right here on LOT. Until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.